What's going on with you? You have, you have a lot to talk about. One of the, the things I like talking to you, or one of the reasons I like talking to you is there's never a shortage of things to talk about. Uh, right. NWA 75 is coming up. Uh, you've been busy with GCW. I saw you went to see Funny Girl. You you were dri- <laughs> driving through Stanford. Yes. Uh, I just did that drive too. And I took the picture uh, on Sunday, but nobody really cared as much as they did when you did it. So, <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of uh, a lot of driving this weekend. I had a lot of northeast shows, so just old school, just in the car again, driving. Had to pass through Stanford, and hey, took a video. Why not? Yeah, you went. You went home. <laughs> no, I can't find it. Oh well, whatever. I don't know. It was cool. I, I haven't been up there since they moved across the street, I guess. So Yeah, that was the first time I passed it, the the new one. Yeah. Uh one of the things I, I do like is how you've kind of handled the the discussion around will he go back, won't he go back? Uh you really had some fun with it with the Royal Rumble. Uh do you feel like it's died down a lot? Like where, um... where people ask you about going back less? I would say it's about the same. I mean, here's the thing. There was definitely that that time where I guess people had heard Chelsea was re-signed mm-hmm. and just assumed that I had re-signed too. So it was definitely talked about more in that that time period before the Royal Rumble. Um, but I just I just like playing the game. I mean, if it was true, I'm not going to admit it. And if it wasn't true, I'm not going to admit it. Yeah. So People were wasting their time asking, so I was going to have fun with it. I mean, I even told one of my friends, I was like, he should do this every single event. Like, WrestleMania, you should point at signs, like, <laughs> randomly, like, every single different themed event. Like, you should just keep going with it, because people bite, like, people feed into it. So why not? Uh, it, it's fun. Uh, it's it's part of the character at this point. It's to kind of troll the internet. So I'm having fun with it. Uh can't do much more than that as long as you're having fun right yeah uh so i did mention nwa 75 that's the reason we're here uh talking today we know you're going to be at the pay-per-view we don't know who exactly you're going to be working with right now it says tba across from your name uh you want to you want to eliminate what you aren't doing at the show maybe that's easier to get an answer out of you i think if people are expecting Tyrus or EC3 to walk through that curtain, they're going to be disappointed. I don't think this is going to be uh, my title rematch that I believe I deserve, but I haven't been seen on NWA since February. It just hasn't worked out scheduling wise. Um, You know, NWA as great as it is, it only films a few times a year and films out for weeks, if not months in advance, but I'm booked solid. Mm-hmm. all year round so unless i get that date super early uh i can't do it and unfortunately if i miss one day of nwa it's like missing three months mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so really since february i probably missed like two or three shows but that's been february to the end of august television wise yeah yeah i just talked to billy and he kind of made your point for you he said we don't book too far in advance because i mentioned wanting to see them in philadelphia and he said they book out far in advance. We don't really do that. We're a little closer to schedule, but you know, if if you don't have that availability, like it, it's really just 
when it comes up and it makes sense for you, that's when you come back. Yeah. For, for, uh, for instance, this, this NWA 75, they had this date, uh, very early on in the year. I don't know why they had it, but they had it. Maybe they had to secure the building. Mm-hmm. So once I had that date, I penciled it in. Uh, so I'll, I'm excited to come back to NWA. Who am I going to be wrestling? Well, it really depends who watches that curtain. Who who wants the Matt Cardona rub, right? Because uh, I, I think I think there might be a whole lineup of people backstage fighting to get through that curtain. But for me, scheduling wise, um, it's the busiest I've ever been. My my calendar is completely full for the rest of the year. People email me all the time, like guys, I'm booked. What do you want for 2024? Because I got nothing. I legit have nothing for 2023. I I couldn't get booked on another show if I wanted to. Unless it was like a, a Wednesday night show or something, like that. you know, like I, I booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whether it be with the podcast or indie bookings or conventions or autograph signings, it's a good problem to have. But if people are booking, um, you know, and they're not long-term booking, right. I, I can't do their shows. Yeah. You know, there is a show that runs on Wednesdays, right? Hey, I mean, they have my number. I'm done stirring the pot. But hey, if they run, I can only do Wednesday. I can't do Saturday, pal. <laughs> uh, Rolando Freeman. He's somebody you have some some uh, past history with. Me. Yeah. Maybe he wants to step up again. I don't think he's dumb enough to do that. Last year, he did win. I took him very, very lightly. Uh, I thought it was going to be a joke. Um and he ended up getting that upset win this year. If he came to the curtain, you know, ding, 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 it'd be like a Goldberg squash. So I don't know if he's dumb enough to come to that curtain. But hey, if he wants, if he wants some rub, uh, some more rub, then then come on down, pal. If he wants to keep. Does he want to keep his streak? Does he want to <laughs> extend the streak or think he can extend it? I don't know. We're gonna find out Saturday night. So I don't know. Got to love the surprise. Got to love keeping a surprise, especially nowadays. Doesn't happen very much. No, everyone wants to get spoiled. They're, they're looking for information. Um, I I think wrestling is best when there is some surprise. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was a fan. I mean, I'm still a fan, but as a kid growing up, uh, I hated when I would check the internet and by accident, I'd see a spoiler for like a taped Raw or a SmackDown. I was like, oh, damn. You mm-hmm. know, like, what's the point if you already know? It's like, why would you... You wouldn't go to a Star Wars movie if you like read the script. I mean, why would you do that? I mean, maybe some people do, but I I don't like that. I don't want to be spoiled before I see something. Two things very quickly. Uh, the night before the Force Awakens opened, somebody and I was on like WrestleZone Twitter or something. Somebody spoiled like the Han scene for me. I saw the same thing. I don't know if it was the same was, tweet. I'm still pissed off. Yes, I purposely stayed off social media. And I was on something that would not have shown a Star Wars mm-hmm. clip. And there it is. Kylo Ren's lightsaber right through Han Solo. I was like, motherfucker. Yep. And then uh, I, I, I'll i say I love my job, but at the same time, I hate it for the, the fact that I'm constantly online. I would like to, you know, distance myself and watch most of the time as a fan. So, like, right. I read stuff I you know, I don't really want to read. Like I would like to be out of the loop, so to speak, but it's like, I, I can't remove myself because of what I do. So well, it pays the bills, you know, one, one day when I quit, <laughs> if I can ever can, uh, all right. 
couple of uh, outside projects I want to talk about, because as I mentioned, you've been really busy. Uh, you've been killing it with Steph Delander uh, in GCW, going around the world with her. I know she did an interview where she kind of just said you linked up in Australia. I think it was on World Series of Wrestling. And you kind of just approached her with this idea, like, would you want to team up with me? Like, travel with me? Like, we have this this gimmick going, Deathmatch Royalty now, it's called. What clicked where you decided, like, this is because I, if I have my timing right, like, Chelsea went back to WWE, so that sort of, uh, that opened you up to do something else, like, find a new partner. What made Steph the right person? So, yeah, you're, you're half right. So, Chelsea goes back to WWE. Brian Myers signs a full-term or full-time deal with Impact. And that was he, December, right? I'm not quite sure when he did it, but maybe December, January. But he admittedly wants to take less bookings, wants to do less indies. And my whole thing for the, the year prior was like, Chelsea would get involved. Brian Meyer would get involved. Sometimes maybe Smart Mark Sterling or Hornswoggle's under the ring. So I felt like I was missing something, and I knew I needed somebody. I didn't know who. Um, I wasn't going to have like a diva search, although maybe that would have been a great idea. <laughs> but um, when I saw Step the Lander in Australia for World Series Wrestling, I had heard of her and I think I'd seen her at Impact before, but I was around for a couple of days. I'm like, this girl is, she just has a presence. You know, she's six feet tall, these blonde bangs, the, the piercings. Looks like she could kick my ass. I'm like, this would be a perfect heater for me. Um, but of course, I had to ask my wife if she'd be okay with me traveling with some other woman. Luckily, she understood. She was cool with it. And then I approached Steph, and Steph didn't hesitate and said yes. And um, I was taking a gamble because who who knew like what her personality would be, what her worth, work ethic would be? Turns out she's just as obsessed with wrestling as me, always coming up with ideas, wanting to uh, do outside stuff. Like, you know, the job doesn't doesn't end when you get home Monday morning. You don't have until the next show. You have to be working. You have to be doing stuff. You have to be, whether it be doing stuff online or filming your own vignettes or thinking of merchandise. And Steph was on board for all of that. And we knew that we had to, you know, light, light, light a fire under this. So we, we started doing weekly vignettes just so people would know what was going on, mm -hmm. you know, just so we would flood people's timelines with videos of us, pictures of us, and uh, it's taken off. You know, we've only been together for, man, it seems seems like a year or two. But it's probably been like six or seven like, months, if that. Yeah. Um, I mean, in fact, like, you know, so I meet her in Australia and I convince the promoter, I'm like, hey, I want to do this. Let's do it tonight. Last night of the tour. It was her hometown. It was perfect. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to be doing any shows next week and I have to have to bring her along i mean in wrestling momentum is a hell of a thing you know but once you lose it it's hard to get it back so i knew i wanted to keep this going but these promoters gcw included they had no idea who she was they certainly weren't gonna fly her in put her up and pay her so for the first couple of weeks i did all that myself i flew her in i paid her i booked her hotel i drove her around because i knew it would work and I knew the promoters would see her like, okay, this, this, this has legs. Yeah. And I didn't really know much about her before WWE. And even that, like when she was Persia Parada, like you really didn't get a good picture of 
what she brings to wrestling, but I know a lot of people that knew her beforehand were like really excited to see her there. And then when she got let go, like, you know, unfortunate, and then let's see what's next. Like there was this definite chatter about what's next for her. And now that next is working with you and it's definitely paying off. But um, I mean, we're on the cover of PWI right now, mm-hmm. which is pretty nuts. The, the first independent wrestlers on the cover since like the territory days, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I'm very proud of that. You know, like it, it's pretty damn cool for me, uh, you know, magazine. I, I read so much as a kid, but not just the magazine cover, just the fact that I'm proving right now that you don't have to be in WWE or AW. And listen, those are both great companies, right? But I don't have to be there to be a success. And by success, I don't, I don't care if you're talking about accolades, money, happiness. I'm the most successful I've ever been. Like my bank account doesn't lie to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I check that bank. I'm making more money than I ever made in WWE. I'm happier than I've ever been in WWE. And if you count those accolades, like if you count the PWI rankings, <laughs> you know, if you want to go by that, I'm the most successful I've ever been. And I'd argue I've had the most, the most buzz the past year or two than I ever had prior. And that's because I won't stop working my ass off. And it's crazy to think about because you, you look at what you did that first year that you were on the Indies and maybe didn't think it would get any hotter. And you've just been consistently like in great matches on all these events, headlines, like, it hasn't really slowed down for you. It, it hasn't slowed down. It's been the opposite. And listen, I'm I'm not gonna lie. When the, when 2023 started, I said, okay, well, fuck. Well, first let's let's backtrack. When 2022 started, I said, well, fuck. I just had this Nick Gage death match. Talk of the wrestling business. How am I gonna top this? I figured out how to do it. And then especially, especially this year with no Chelsea, like I said, no Brian. But well, how am I gonna do it this year? Uh, I just my brain doesn't stop. When I was in WWE, especially towards the end, you know, like there's only so many things you can control there. And I would do those things to the best of my ability, but on the Indies right now, I'm my own boss. I can control everything. So my brain, not only does it not shut off, it can't shut off because if it shuts off the check, you know, the check stop coming in, the cash stops coming in. So I need to be working 24 seven because I'm the only one who's going to push myself. Brian and Chelsea and yourself, uh, a callback to ECW. It was like an impact players, triple threat vibe. What's if you're using that same criteria, what's Steph to you? I get it. Like I kind of get a Luna vibe from her. Obviously you're not bam, bam, but I think that's a perfect description. I would consider her. And this is how I kind of pitched it to her. Like I want her to be like my, I don't want to say China, right? There's only one China, but like my China, my Sherry, my Luna all wrapped up in one. You know, because Steph and I, she could be my heater, my manager, if you will, my valet. But then we could have mixed tag team matches or we've had tag team matches against two other men because she could kick some fucking ass. So we have this dynamic that works in so many different situations. And I think that's why um, not only has it been fun, Mm -hmm. but it's been successful. And there's no denying that it's been successful. I mean, you just said it, you know. I'm three years in. Last weekend, I wrestled Nick Gage. Well, we had a, a death match, tag team match. And then the night before, I'm wrestling Tanahashi, you know. And then, like, the third day of the loop, I have my live major wrestling for pockets. I'm, I'm busier than ever and having more, more fun than ever and more successful than ever. So it's this formula 
that has been a lot of fun. I, I didn't have this master plan when I got released because, you know, I got fired and the, the Indies weren't around. There was this pandemic, right? So I didn't, you know, I can't pretend that this was this grand master plan. It wasn't. It's just this always ready. It's not bullshit. I'm always ready for any and all opportunity. And listen, some things I'm going to fall flat on my face. Some things are not going to be a home run. But that's how I learn. That's how I grow. So it is what it is. I have a couple more questions, but I just want to point out that it took us this long to mention Tanahashi. If you would have said that to me like three years ago, as hot right. as he's been in like this decade, yeah, that you, that's evidence you're doing something right. If we just finally got talking <laughs> about him. So, right. Uh, Couple months ago, uh, you guys released this reality show trailer. Uh, it kind of—I don't know if it got lost in translation or, or not—but we reached out and confirmed it was more like a proof of concept. Yes. Uh, any update on that? Like any closer to making? Unfortunately, it's it's unfortunately it's dead in the water. Um, you know, us putting it out on YouTube was kind of just putting it out for us because we had taken up so much time, not only thinking about it, but filming it and filming all this stuff for it. And unfortunately nobody picked it up. So like, fuck, might as well put it on our YouTube channel, get some views on it. But that was it. Hey, listen, if anybody wants to pick it up, um, feel free. But as soon as we got released, we had all these people coming to us, all these different production companies saying they want to do some sort of show. I long story short, there's no show. <laughs> hey if somebody wants it great we got it but uh at this point there's nothing it was just a it was pitched to a bunch of different you know netflix all that stuff a and e they didn't want it so it is what it is if it happens it happens but i'm not like it's uh, at the end of the day i'm not too disappointed all right fair enough uh you're gonna be debuting for mlw uh, you have a kiss my foot match with Mance Warner. Uh, <laughs> I immediately go to Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler. How are you preparing for this match? Well, the kiss my foot stipulation, I think that has more to do with MSL and, and Mance than me. I mean, I have no real beef with Mance, but it's just a regular match. It's not like we're wrestling barefoot. It's like the loser has to kiss each other's Damn. foot. So I'm going in there with the same mentality as always, uh, win. <laughs> Right. Because I'm all about buzz, money, gold. Now, there's no there's no titles on the line in this match. But if I can beat Mance in my MLW debut, you have to assume that there will be title opportunities in my future. I mean, I was going to say maybe you're not changing your socks or anything or getting. <laughs> Atlas, I'm very clean. I changed, but you know, Mance for sure is definitely a shower dodger. He's definitely, I, I've seen Mance in the locker rooms. Like, I'm a WWE guy, right? So I need to like shower after my matches. And the fact that a lot of these venues don't have showers, it makes me sick, right? So, like, I cannot wait to get back to the hotel and take a nice shower. But some of these guys, man, like, I question if they shower at all. You know, they, they smell, they stink. You know, they're wearing the same gear night after night after night, only have one set. You know, not investing in themselves. Not me. You'll never see back row with the same gear twice in a loop unless I have two of the same pairs. Uh, MLW gold in the future. You're going to need a shelf. You, you already got yours behind you filled out. So you got to see my closet floor right now. Like there's just so many titles on the floor. I, I, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you how many there are. 
seven, eight, not sure. Um, you know, it's been, it's been pretty cool to, um, you know, this, this belt collector run, I, I think that Ultimo, uh, dragon like, uh, picture last year. And then this year I have even more. And I think the greatest title I have right now is technically, if you want to get technical, I am now half of half the WWE women's tag team champions. But now since Chelsea is now a two-time champion, I'm technically a two-time half of half of the WWE women's tag team champions. So I'm very, very proud of that accomplishment. <laughs> hey, stay stay winning uh we've covered so much uh i'm gonna miss a bunch of stuff that you're doing but major bendies big rubber guys you ha- you have going on i know you just had the demolition stuff anything else you want to plug before we get out of here man i i have so much to plug and i i don't even do it in these interviews because we have we'd spend the whole time doing my plugs you know what i'm saying but yeah like a link tree that i can just put over the <laughs> But yeah, the the toys, the the major bendies, especially now these big rubber guys, which are um, very similar to the LJNs from the '80s, and it's pretty it's pretty unreal that we've been able to 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 grow this toy line. That the fact that I even have a toy line, um, you know, the guys that we have signed, you know, we have a, a Ric Flair, a Sergeant Slaughter, Marty Jannetty. Um, in in October, we're gonna we're gonna drop Macho Man and Andre the Giant. This is all official this is not bootleg custom bullshit this is officially licensed stuff these guys are getting paid um and it's it's crazy that i'm working you know i'm approving as we speak a macho man randy savage big rubber guy i'm like oh you know he needs to be more jacked or oh his feet are too big you know stupid stuff like that you know as a kid i love this stuff and now i guess that's my side hustle (laughs) i'm making fucking wrestling figures so I'm very, very fortunate, and, and luckily the fans have been supportive, and and they they dig it too, which is the most important part. Because without the fans, you know, this is nothing. Good luck this weekend. Uh, continued success. Thanks for your time, man. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you very much, bro. Take care.